0: it's early morning check-in for Honor Flight Chicago mission number 103 beyond a number this flight also has a name it's the operation education flight so named for the program that has become a critical part of the mission of Honor Flight Chicago connecting students with veterans for there is no better way for the young to learn about the service and sacrifice of our veterans than to hear it directly from those who've lived it. There are 13 Operation Education students and teachers on this flight. Each one will serve as a guardian, spending the full day with a veteran during their Honor Flight Chicago experience. Among the students are graduating high school seniors Jane Laytek and Alyssa Cole.
1: I just love helping veterans and today I want to help them tell their stories and I want to hear them and be there for them and I think it's just a cool experience to see through their eyes.
0: Why would at your age when there are so many things to do in your life you be interested in learning more about veterans?
1: Um, They're just like so important to me personally because they like they fought for us and I think that's something to really honor is that they when no one else wanted to or when hard for someone else they did they stepped up so I want to honor them any way I can. My expectations for today are to just honor my veterans and make the day all about them. I just want to do everything I can to make sure that they know how appreciated they are especially since a lot of them didn't get that appreciation when they came home.
0: What, what sparked your interest in getting involved with veterans and their, their service and so forth? Do um, you have a family member who served? Yes,
1: I've actually had multiple family members who served. Um, one of my great uncles actually came on an honor flight, and he actually talks about it all the time, so like, I really wanted to be involved, and actually my grandfather served in Vietnam, so I'm trying to get him on an Honor Flight too. So I just have a lot of veterans in my family and I wanted to expand my appreciation to more veterans outside.
0: Is he hesitant to get involved?
1: No, actually he was pretty excited. He was a little bit worried because of his medical conditions, but after finding out Honor Flight has those accommodations, he's very excited even though it's gonna take a little bit because of the waiting list, but
2: yeah, right. I'm
1: pretty excited for him. He'll, yeah. He'll
0: get there, Yeah. will get there. Amelia Swerers and Bella Chalada have their Guardian assignments. What are your expectations coming into today? What do you think this day is going to bring?
3: I think it's going to be exciting. I'm excited to talk to all the veterans and hear their stories and see their reactions to everything. I think it'll be
0: a lot of why'd, you, why'd you get involved in Operation Climb?
3: Uh, well, so I'm in a group at school called Key Club, and uh, we're a volunteer group, and I heard through Key Club about this, and uh, I knew Bella was on it, because we go to the same school, and so I just decided to join, see what it was all about. Uh, and my great-grandfather served in World War II, so I just wanted, I never really got to talk to him, so I wanted to hear more about other veterans' stories.
4: I've always had a special place in my heart for those who have served, um, especially because I have had family members who served in Vietnam, and I also have family members who are currently serving today. And so I kind of fell into Operation Climb um, at like the best time. It was during the pandemic. There wasn't many service opportunities. Every day I get to find a way to honor a veteran, whether that be in the office, talking to them, a day like this. It's it's amazing.
2: To my Vietnam-serving brothers, words that we wish we could have heard sometimes 50 years ago. First of all, God bless you guys, and welcome home.
0: The vast majority of the 111 veterans on this flight served during the Vietnam War. They're in their seventies now, but a half century ago they were roughly the same age as the students who are with them today. God
2: bless America, my home sweet home.
5: My husband served in Vietnam. He passed in 2001.
0: Nancy Steiger, a longtime Honor Flight Chicago volunteer, is the driving force behind the growth of Operation Education. What began as an effort inviting school kids to write thank you letters to veterans has now developed into something much larger in scope.
5: Honor Flight Chicago, since we started, has always gotten letters from schools that the kids have written for our veterans when they fly and that's kind of been the way we've connected with schools but we realized that there was so much more we could do with our veterans and their stories and so much more the kids could learn about the veterans so um, we decided to step out beyond mail call reach out to all the schools that already done mail call and ask them if they would help us with having veterans visit if we could work on some curriculum for them and from there it expanded working with classrooms, veterans, teachers, uh, Veterans Day and beyond.
0: And where is it now in terms of numbers of schools and kids who are involved?
5: We now have 157 schools that we have an ongoing relationship with. For some of them, it's mail call two or three times a year. For some of them, it's Veterans Day assemblies and we provide veterans. But for many of them, it's actual classroom projects where the teachers will take the information we have about the veterans who fly with us, share it with the students either through the videos we've done or the interviews we've written or asking us to have community veterans visit the classroom and then the teachers and the students decide what they want to do with what they've learned. They can do art projects, they can do creative writing projects, they can do uh, performance projects, We like the schools to decide, we give them a resource and we let them decide what they want to do with it. Originally when I started I thought it was important to share the stories of our veterans to younger generations so they could learn the value of, patriotism is a lovely word but service I think is even a bigger word, service to community whether it's joining the military or whether it's just going out and helping those who need help which is what our servicemen have done over the years. And so initially I thought we'd inspire the students and give them some living history. But we've realized that our veterans are inspired as well. And so for many of the veterans who don't have regular contact with students, they've come to realize that there's a generation or two behind them that are really gonna make a difference in the world. And I think they understand why their service mattered
0: Can you give me some examples of vets who have reached out, whether in the classroom or individually to kids, and have taught them lessons that are important for the students to learn?
5: One of my favorites is a uh, a middle school that does a six-week study project on the Vietnam era. And for many years, they've learned about it in books, they've watched movies, they've um, gotten a trunk from Cantini that shows them all the things that um, were part of Vietnam, but they never really spoke to the veterans, so they didn't truly understand actually what their service was, what the war was about, what happened when they came home, how they felt about having been there. Two years ago, one of our teachers made, we had 20 Vietnam veterans who we'd done videos with, and the teacher made baseball cards for the veterans. And every veteran had his picture and his stats on the front and a QR code on the back, because that's what the kids understood, they scanned the QR code, they picked a card, scanned the QR code, and they spent six weeks studying about the era, but they had that Vietnam veteran in their pocket the entire time. So they learned with a human story in their pocket. And the stories varied from medics and infantry to uh, people who flew planes and rescue choppers. At the end of the, the session, we had a 20-person Zoom meeting with all the veterans. And when the students asked questions, they were amazing questions, because it was grounded in all that they had learned. And the veterans were blown away by the questions. The culmination was the students writing a letter to the veteran they had adopted, and the letters were incredibly moving, what they'd learned, why it mattered, how it was going to change their look at the world around them. But what was even more important is the veterans all responded and wrote letters back, and several of them still write back and forth. So it's, it's, a, it's about learning, but it's also about connecting, which is what we really push.
0: When mission number 103 arrives at Dulles International, the terminal becomes a welcome center. The band is playing, crowds are cheering. The vets don't know the people who are shaking their hands, thanking them. That really matters not. This is a moment of pure exhilaration. You can see it on the face of 18-year-old Bella Chalada of Operation Education. And you can see it on the face of her veteran, Sergeant Bob Lamont, who went to Vietnam in the fall of 1970 and saw combat as a squad leader on a mortar track.
6: Tree. That was our rear dung pod. that's what's on my head. Campbell was the little town right there, so he was in all the places I
0: was.
4: Oh, did you, like, he? see him at all?
6: No. He, well, he was.
0: Bob and Bella settled into their seats on the lead bus, one of six buses that will carry Mission 103 into the nation's capital. This is a chance for Bob and Bella to get
6: better acquainted. <laughs> Fort Campbell, Kentucky. Okay. It was our basic training. Yes. You know, when you first going in then... Uh, AIT's Advanced Infantry Training that oh. stands for. That was Fort Polk, Louisiana, the swamp land of the world. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh, yeah.
0: It's time to get rolling. And those of
6: you on the uh, driver's side can start to hear the rumbling of the motorcycle starting up. We have a police escort that's going to be leading us along the way here today
2: those bikes that are going to be clearing the highway for us
6: and creating the Honor Flight Chicago Expressway.
0: There are always visitors at the World War II Memorial and it's always the case that they stop and cheer the vets as they arrive. This happens to be a day of punishing heat and humidity. It's a guardian duty to make sure that everyone is watered up and keeping their cool for the presentation of colors, the singing of the anthem, and the playing of taps. A select group of Honor Flight Chicago vets precede the color guard. One member of that group is World War II veteran Kay Burkhart who lost a brother in D-Day. Kay enlisted with her mother in July 1944 and served in the Women's Army Corps. Kay Burkhardt is just shy of 100, a witness to history. Imagine what she has seen in her life.
1: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and
0: justice for all. Off to the side of the ceremony is Lindsay Kuliza, an op-ed student who is a college-bound aspiring journalist. With camera in hand, she's capturing the day's events for a documentary, a surefire way to learn and teach.
3: I want to learn about people's stories and just how different generations can come together and inspire each other, and that's what I want to learn, that's why I'm here, I just want to, and I also just want to capture that through the videos.
0: What's your connection to veteran population? I mean, why are you interested? There are many other things in your life you could be doing and interested in, but you're here today, why is that?
3: Well, I actually did have, my great-grandfather was a veteran for um, World War II in the Navy, And so I've always just being, hearing him and his story just ignited my yearning to learn. And now I'm here wanting to learn even more stories, even of different branches, of different um, time periods. And I think that's what my connection is to the population of veterans. And I just want to hear them and give them the proper welcome.
6: Ambushed one time and we were shooting box after box of ammunition out there and all, and all of a sudden the barrel gets red hot and the bullets seized in the barrel. Bob Lamont
0: shares with Bella some of what he endured in Vietnam. The two are among the many now walking to the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall. Bob is looking for the name of a fellow soldier who was killed in action.
4: heres
6: Nine, nine, and then eight. Right.
4: All right, right here. Robert Hart. His name is Robert. Robert Hart. Here. Right here. Got it. Oh yeah. Here, I'll go get. Yeah, here we have some of the etching
3: stuff.
0: So. Bob etches the name Robert W. Hart on a piece of paper, which he will take home with him. Though they are separated by years and life experience, this is a moment of connection that the student and the veteran will long remember.
4: There's a whole lot of history um, just in our world and things that we never had to experience, and especially I feel like, as like a woman, like most likely like I won't be drafted into war so it's something that I won't be able to experience firsthand yet it's something that's really important to be able to understand, raise awareness about and then support other people who are going through it because my philosophy in life is that like everyone's human we're all one and that like we all deserve the same amount of like compassion and love and just helping heal past traumas and wounds is just really beneficial to a veteran and it also really helps like people in the younger generations and even people who were alive at the time of the war but weren't in the war. It just helps gain a better understanding of it.
0: So you've been able to have some exchanges with Bella today. And oh yes. I guess as as a veteran teaching someone who is trying to learn more about veterans, what what do you want her to know from your experience, from other veteran experiences?
6: Well, we've learned. I'm uh, big in the VFW for the last 25 years, and um, we used to be able to go to schools on Veterans Day, and they would have us come in and speak to a class for one period, an hour or whatever, okay. But that seems to have faded out now, and we get the story that you know well. We never get to the Vietnam War that far in history. You know, we work up to there and we get through World War Two, and then pretty much so that's the end of the seri- uh, the year. So I would love to see them have more knowledge. You hate to think all those people died for you know, and nobody remembers. So, so uh, how do you make that point, Bob? <laughs> from their group. That's, uh, that's we talked a lot about that. Uh, you know, see what I can do to help her. You know, and. Um, spread the word for that.
0: I've I've talked to so many Vietnam vets who say the same thing, that the the amount of teaching done about the Vietnam War, all its goods and bads, is just kind of done. And if it's done, done shortly, and if it's done, it's done in an hour per quarter or whatever, there's not much attention. Right, right.
6: All we can do is uh, the the Vietnam veterans that are getting older or, you know, we need them to get the word out, you know, as much as we can, and, and you teach need, your own family. You need young
0: ears to listen. Correct. Correct. And you have young ears.
3: <laughs> I do. <laughs> okay.
0: Bringing veterans like Bob into classrooms to tell their stories to students of all ages is at the heart of Operation Education's mission. Nancy Steiger and Peter Ritchie are co-directors of Operation Education. Peter is a middle school teacher and a Navy veteran. Like Nancy, his level of
2: enthusiasm is measured on the Richter scale. Operation education is important because to me it's that critical link of what Honor Flight Chicago does with veterans and students. So making that bridge between the two, having students hear these stories and getting these experiences of being able to understand a little bit more about a veteran's story. That it's not just war, that there's lives around it, there's impacts that happen to the families at home, uh, that there's careers that are after the service. Uh, So Operation Education is really that transition to allow schools to have resources provided for them, have those uh, connections and that ability to get veterans to their schools for their students without trying to find them on their own. Uh, We can do that work for them and we can continue the Honor Flight Chicago mission. Uh, We get to have this day of honor continue throughout a school year, throughout uh, the next years of their lives and being able to retell their experiences and their stories from it. And you say this as a Navy man. I do. You did
0: six years. And that has influenced
2: your desire, I presume. Absolutely, that had a huge impact. When I first started at my school, uh, we went through Veterans Day and there was nothing at the school. So I went to my principal and I wanted to find how I could do something. Uh, they gave me permission to put an assembly together my school's been incredible about jumping on board and being completely supportive of the, the Veterans Day program. And as we developed and kept building, I looked for organizations that I felt really symbolized what I was looking for. And we came across Honor Flight Chicago. I got to learn more, uh, speak with Nancy, speaking with Doug, Edna, and just really understand what the mission, what the values that Honor Flight Chicago had, I was in. Uh, and I saw the potential. And then as we started developing the operation education I'm looking for ways that we could take this energy and this excitement that all the teachers on this team have and spread it out to these other schools and how do we make that impact? So bringing that military piece to it allowed me a different perspective than just coming straight from a classroom point of view. Uh, so I had both the teacher and the veteran mindset and understanding of how to relate and how to try to blend the two together. So as it
0: stands now how many teachers, how many schools, is the universe expanding?
2: It's absolutely expanding. We've crossed the 150 school mark. Uh, Right now we are at about 20 teachers both current and retired on our team. Uh, We have curriculum or units geared towards PE. We have ideas that social studies teachers could use. We have ways that you could bring math in. So trying to really bring in teachers that bring a different perspective and see what do we have, how do we utilize the materials and then distribute those out and how do we get schools to start sharing what we have. The ultimate goal would be that it's this flow between both that schools are sharing. We can highlight how the schools utilize utilizing things that we have as well as keep providing and creating resources for those schools. So you watched your kids today, and this is
0: a real real life learning experience for them because they're with veterans, they hear
2: individual stories. How do you read their reaction to this day? In watching just their expressions and their mannerisms and how they interact, and at the very beginning of the day you could see a little nervousness. To now, I mean, they're they're relaxed, they're laughing, it's going back and forth, and they just, the, how quickly they were able to make that connection really shows that, that level that these students are able to understand the veterans and a little bit easier than I think what maybe my generation, a little bit older, is to really take that that empathetic idea, like hearing their stories and really wanting to know and trying to like feel how they felt.
0: Another piece of the op-ed pie involves videotaped interviews with veterans, a living history project.
5: For me, it's not just about veterans, it's about that generation that's lived. We always ask the veterans at the end of the interview, what, if you could speak to yourself as a child or as a student, what would you tell yourself now, knowing what you know? And so often their answer is, you'll be okay. You have a future. And just hang in there and figure out what your path is and follow it. And they say, now I'm on the other side and I can meet myself but talk to myself, and in talking to the kids, there's that link that's so amazing.
0: As the veterans of Mission 103 gather for the trip back to Chicago, we check in with Lindsay, the student documentarian, for a snapshot of what she's witnessed on this day. Well, you have an eye for catching the moment, or you're developing one. When you're at the wall today, the Vietnam Wall, did you see those moments?
3: Yes, I did. Um, I mean, I saw two I, Two veterans were um, doing their little, their, the marking on the paper. They were po- helping each other find someone's name, and they one person couldn't reach, so the other person helped reach for them to, to write it, and it's just those little things at that wall that I wanted to capture.
0: And you did? Yes. That's powerful emotion, isn't it? It is. Do you feel that as the person who's documenting the moment?
3: Yes, always. <laughs> I, I mean, even I was, I was filming um, four for veterans early in the morning. They were all part of the same group at, in their hometown um, with, that's connected with veterans, and they were all laughing. And I just started, I started tearing up. And it was literally um, like an hour in. And it's just the little conversations that get me you will
2: take that home with you. I will. Mail call. Mail call. Mail call. We have mail call for each and every one of our 111 vets.
6: Mr. Bernard Duckner.
0: Every veteran gets a packet of mail. Letters from family, friends, school kids. Simple, loving thanks.
6: Coach, if you look out your windows, those of you on the left and right side, look out the windows.
0: It's a long day. A few winks would feel nice, but then you might miss the water cannon welcome home at Midway. And you gotta get revved up for the loudest part of the day. The terminal is filled with people. Cadets from Great Lakes, families with signs praising their heroes, strike up the band. Some of the student guardians on this trip have experienced this homecoming before from the audience side, but now they're in it. Bella and Bob walk arm in arm. Somewhere in the huge crowd is Bob's family. They find him. For many vets, this is an incomparable high that they will long remember. And for the students, this is a learning experience unrivaled. days after the trip we checked in with Bella to see what wisdom she'll take with as she departs for college. And I think you've had a time to digest what you went through. What did it mean to you to be able to talk with Bob all that time? What'd you learn?
4: I really learned a lot from Bob. Um, Through all of our conversations throughout the day I learned a lot about his Experience in the war, but also like his experiences in life because of what happened to him in war. It was really inspiring too to see like his selflessness, especially when we got to the Vietnam Wall. Um, he wanted to honor his friend that had died in action, and even though it was his day of honor, he still took that time to be able to share his story and just explain the lost story that isn't, he's not here anymore. And so that was really amazing because not many people on their day of honor, you would think, would think to then have someone else kind of share that spotlight with them. And I even met up with Bob afterwards. Um, We went to a car show and so he was showing me all the pictures through war. And so he was telling me about each of the people in the pictures what was happening in the pictures and so that was really cool because then I got to hear more of like what he was talking about on flight day like I got to actually see like this is where he was this is what he was doing like this is where he slept this is where he worked Um, stuff like that was really cool and I guess I learned is that history is more than what's like in the books because like you don't see any of those types of pictures in history books. Like you just see the random people cutouts. You don't see like the actual heroes who like did a lot for us and our freedom.
0: Everybody's got a story, don't they? And Bob had a story.
4: Yeah, he did. And so Bob had a story. I talked with Rich. Rich also had a story, his buddy. And so many other vets on the flight, too. Everyone had their own unique story, even if they were in the same place at the same time. Everyone's story unfolded differently, which was really cool.
0: And the impact on every individual who's experienced combat or just experienced being in theater and war is different. They all had different events. And I think everybody wants to have their story told. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Most everybody.
4: Yeah, I agree too. And especially like a lot of the vets that I was talking to, they didn't open up much about their war experience until the trip. And so that was really impactful because it was something that they weren't able to talk about. And they (laughs) were just able to now because of the trip. And to be a part of that is really cool. And that healing process, even more than 50 years later like that's really cool especially since I'm only 18 like that's cool
0: how do you share your experience with others then down the road
4: well so I'm going to be a teacher in four years so I plan on still being very involved in the operation education program and bringing that then into my classroom so then I can educate my students on the veterans the war and Just service in general. I feel like also just talking about it with your peers. Like after the flight, I've told just about everyone I've talked to about it. Um, And so a lot of people have expressed like their interest in becoming a volunteer, going to a welcome home ceremony. Or they're like, oh, my grandpa's a Vietnam vet. Like I'll sign him up. So that's really cool because then like more people get involved and more people get to fly, more people to cheer people on at Widway, so that's really cool.
0: When you're walking with Bob during that ceremony, that's that's a real emotional experience, isn't
4: it? Yeah, and like I'd been to a welcome home ceremony before, so I knew what to expect. But I had never been on that side of it. I've always been on the side of trying to make the crowd do the wave and that type of thing, keep them entertained until the vets come. But to be able to actually like walk out of the plane and see everyone cheering for someone that you spent the entire day with, that was really cool. And to then, once we got out of the elevator, like you just see so many people. And like my family was there to like pick me up and cheer Bob on. And then as we kind of turned the corner of the baggage claim, we saw Bob's family. And he was so excited. And so he didn't know they were going to be there, even though, He did know about the Welcome Home Ceremony since his dad flew in 2011, but he didn't expect his family to be there. He thought that they didn't know about it.
0: Oh, that was golden, Mm -hmm. wasn't it?
4: Yeah. So he was really excited when he saw his grandkids. Like the whole trip, he was talking about his grandkids and how much they mean to him. And he got letters from them, a mail call, and those were the first ones that he opened were the ones from his grandkids. And so to see his grandkids and his kids there was very awesome. And then his wife Marilyn, she was on FaceTime since she couldn't make it. And so he was really excited to see her too. Like it was it was really awesome. When you see that when you're just a bystander like it's really cool, but to be able to hear like his story and like the way his family has impacted him and then to like see both sides like Bob's reaction, his family's reaction, like that was really cool. It really connected like, a lot of pieces together. and it was, it was That's was probably, like, the most impactful moment of the day.
0: Good. Thanks, Bella. Yeah,
4: thank you. Excellent.
0: To all the students who understand the importance of service and the value in being a good listener, we thank you. And to their teachers and volunteers who are the drivers behind Operation Education, we salute you. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast on Honor Flight Chicago mission number 103, the Operation Education Flight. The impact Honor Flight Chicago has on the lives of our veterans and their families is made possible by the generosity of our donors. To support our mission, to find our veteran application, to volunteer, or simply for more information, please visit us at honorflightchicago.org.